Look around wherever you are and spot five things around you that are made of plastic. It shouldn't take too hard because plastic is everywhere. It's in every house, it's in every room, it's in your clothes, and it could even be inside of you. But most people don't even know what plastic is made of, and they don't know what the consequences are when you have a society that relies on plastic. Luckily, there's a growing movement to address that. Alongside many advocates and other partners, Moms Clean Air Force is working to help the public learn more about the true cost of plastic. Moms Clean Air Force is a community of 1.5 million caregivers and parents who are united against air pollution and climate change to protect children's health. We work on a variety of air pollution that all tie into climate change, and this includes plastic. And don't worry, if the connection isn't clear between plastic and climate change, we're going to talk about that. It's going to become apparent very soon because that's actually the point of this whole podcast. To help you better understand where plastic comes from, how it impacts our health, and how it's tied to climate change. So, Moms Clean Air Force has trusted me to help them spread the word about this project. A little about me, my name is Osa Senegal I'm a pre-med student at Harvard concentrating in environmental science and public policy. And in my free time, I like to do a little podcasting of my own with my podcast, The Climate Doctor, no MD. But here for the next several episodes, we are here to talk about the health and climate change impacts of living a, life, a lifestyle that is so reliant on plastic. We're specifically here to discuss the outcomes of becoming a plastic people. And if you think that all this plastic is not a problem, stick around because boy, do I have some things to tell you. Just uh, let that intro music play first. The first thing to do is figure out what this plastic stuff is, right? I mean, it's everywhere. We might as well know what it's actually made of, right? Okay. There are three main points to know about plastic. One, plastics are synthetic. They're unnatural. That means they are things that we have to make with a ton of different chemical mixes. In fact, plastics are called petrochemicals because they're made by combining a ton of different chemicals with fossil fuels hence petrol part of the petrochemicals word, to make the plastic. Uh, plastic is made using some of the most toxic chemicals around. And these plastic chemical or these plastic making chemicals are often released into the air, released into water, and that's really bad because they're polluting. These pollutants can affect communities and even contribute to climate change. So now for the rest of the episode, I'm just going to explain those three points that one, plastics are synthetic, two, plastics are made using some of the most toxic chemicals around, and three, that plastics, those are made from chemicals that are really polluting and that contribute to climate change and affect our health. Those three points, that's what I'm going to talk about for the rest of the episode. For the first point, I said that plastics are made from fossil fuels. Um, that is specifically oil, natural gas, and coal. Plastic is made using mostly oil and natural gas, 
not a lot of plastic is made using coal. And using these fossil fuels, regardless of the source, requires extraction. And this is a complicated process that involves a lot of toxic chemicals and produces a lot of chemical hazards as waste products. And I'm talking about chemicals that you don't ever want to be in contact with, like PFAS, phthalates, heavy metals, bisphenol A, and a class of chemicals called flame retardants. It gets worse because beyond these cancer-causing chemicals that we use to make plastic, using fossil fuels generally is just not a good thing for our planet. You see, fossil fuels are a non-renewable resource. That means that natural sources of fossil fuels take a very, very long time to fill up again once they're depleted. I'm talking on the scale of millions of years to refill. But this fact about fossil fuels has not stopped us from continuously extracting more and more fossil fuels. So it's increasingly hard at this point to find a source of fossil fuels. These fossil fuels are often found under layers and layers of rock, solid, uh, solid rock that's miles even underneath the surface. To extract them then, we have to deplete natural sources and sometimes even destroy animal habitats. There's a lot of destruction in the process and a lot of pollution. When we heat up and burn these fossil fuels, we release a lot of chemicals called greenhouse gases into the atmosphere. These greenhouse gases stick around in the atmosphere. They absorb heat that's emitted from the earth and they reflect it back towards the planet, warming it up in the process. And that's what the effect is. Things like global warming and related, such as extreme weather events, climate change. This is what we mean when we say greenhouse gases. Too much of them is a problem. So now it should be clear that the extraction of all these fossil fuels as an energy source or to make plastic is poisoning us and our planet. But now I want to delve a little deeper into the impact of the petrochemicals that contaminate air and water. These chemicals can make people in our community sicker by causing cancer, like I said before, but also other illnesses, generally just messing up our body's natural functions. And since nearly all plastic is made from these fossil fuels, every time we make plastic, we poison our communities and our planet just a little more. But to make things worse, after fossil fuels have been extracted, plastic production requires that there needs to be a refining process of the extracted fossil fuel, right? And this, again, re uh, releases a ton of pollution. So where are these big companies like Exxon and Shell and BASF and other petrochemical companies, where are they building their facilities? Well, unfortunately, they're in black, brown, and uh, communities of color in general. Low-income communities are the places where these big giants come to put their facilities. These are the same communities that are often hit first and hit the worst by the impacts of climate change, like extreme heat, wildfires, and stronger storms. So these communities are hit not only by climate change, the hardest, they're also hit the hardest by the effects of living in a plastic society. The issue of this plastics production, production thing is clearly then an a matter of injustice. And since this injustice is related to the natural environment, we have a word for it. We call it environmental injustice. But you can't talk about this injustice for poorer communities 
without getting a real sense of the lives that are at stake here. When you just hear the statistics, and I know this coming from a data background, you forget that real lives are attached to these numbers. So I feel like I've talked enough. I needed to, and I hope you will take away something from this as well. We need to talk with a Moms Clean Air Force coordinator who's worked with and seen the injustice in these communities um, to really see what's going down in these places and to see what it's like to be burdened by the presence of these petrochemical facilities. I will now read the testimony of Rochetta Ozane, an environmental justice leader who was the former Moms Clean Air Force field organizer in Louisiana. Rochetta's story, living near several oil and gas operations, is a great entry point into understanding the real lives impacted by the petrochemical industry. Here are Rochetta's words. I am very concerned about raising my children here because of the air pollution released by these industries, including methane and the associated gases. Methane is a powerful greenhouse gas pollutant that is fueling the climate crisis and is responsible for 25% of the man-made global warming we are experiencing today. Almost 3,000 people in Calcasieu Parish live within one half mile of active oil and gas operations. That's approximately 30% of the population. Many neighbors and people throughout my region are still living in trailers next to their homes, repairing damage from hurricanes two and three years ago. These industries are not just a threat to the climate. These man-made disasters continue to pump out massive amounts of pollution. They refuse to give my community a fighting chance to breathe clean air and drink clean water. Environmental justice communities like mine have experienced a legacy of health disparities for generations. Black, brown, indigenous, and low-income people in communities where these projects are overwhelmingly located shoulder the disproportionate burden of pollution from fossil fuel infrastructure. So after hearing so much information from this one episode, let's talk about action steps. I mean, I can't just tell you all this information. It's kind of heavy stuff. And if you don't have something to do with it, it can leave you just feeling down, you know, and I don't want that for you. So um, here are some things I want you to do. One is just talk about it. You know, I made some conversation starters that I think as questions you can help uh, start uh, talking with family and, and loved ones about. Uh, here are just a couple and use them it, use the words i'm saying and change them to fit your words like you know say it in your voice but here's just things that here are things that i think you could use to start potentially one question is you ever think about the things that we have at home like how do we make this that's a very general question and it could go anywhere but hopefully the idea is you start to ask or they start to question like oh yeah plastic is a thing i wonder where plastic comes from yeah. Or a second question is, do you know where plastic comes from? <laughs> that's a, literally what I was just saying. But that's like the very direct question you could ask them. And of course, hopefully from there, you can explain the connection to fossil fuels or direct them to the podcast so they can understand the connection to fossil fuels and toxic chemicals. And after this much learning, I hope you do talk about it. But I also hope that you want to do something more than just talking about it because I can't give you again all this knowledge and you don't feel like you can make a change, right? So after each episode in this mini series, I'm gonna give us one action item that we can do. 
And we're gonna start off small, you know, build up our confidence with each episode. This first episode, I believe we can start with some low hanging fruit. So here's level one of an action item that I think we could do. Sign a petition to the Environmental Protection Agency or the, for short, the EPA. Our nation's EPA is supposed to protect human health and the environment, it's their mission. They need to hear about how you want them to protect our communities from the toxic air pollution emitted by plastic manufacturing. So I'm gonna put a link to this petition um, that you can sign on the Moms Clean Air Force website so you can let them know your voice. And um, it's probably, that link is probably gonna be in the description or the show notes, wherever it's appropriate. So look there for that. Okay, we've talked a lot about the general process of making plastic. In our next episode, we're gonna talk about the types of plastic we make and how we do that by following one piece of plastic from production to disposal. Because to completely understand our plastic production pipeline, we have to understand all stages of the extraction or all stages of the pollution that is made. And that means talking about plastics from cradle to grave. Thanks for listening to this first episode. We provided a general overview in this episode of the consequences of plastic production. And if you wanna see more resources about plastic and um, you wanna see the things that we use to make this podcast, look at our webpage. Um, we're gonna have a lot of resources if you wanna learn more and if you wanna share more with the people who you're speaking to about this. Um, or just generally go to the Moms Clean Air Force website. There's a resources page all about petrochemicals and you can see all the good stuff there. So um, yeah, until next time. Thank you all for listening again.